Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Cash it in from the corner. Wolf and Luke. Brings the boom and catching bodies on his way to the rack. Suns, game day with K-Ray. I'm ready for whatever. I'm ready for whatever. It is time for Game Day with K-Ray. Kevin Ray of Bally Sports joining us right now as the Suns get set to wrap up this four-game road trip in Miami this evening against the Heats. Joining us right now on the Arizona Sports Line is K-Ray. K, what's going on? How we doing, gang? Doing good. Hang in there, gang. Um, little Suns, I don't know totally what's going on here. I mean, it's way too early to be worried, but uh, maybe we do know what's going on. They are missing scoring without Cam Johnson, it looks like. Yeah, you know, missing scoring uh, from Cam, playmaking from CP3. Uh, you know, they, they were without Landry Shamit the other night after he had gone for 16 in the win against Minnesota. He won't be available tonight. Um, Chris is questionable. I, I'm going to I'm going to lean and say probably won't play. Don't know that for sure. But, um, you know, look, every team experiences guys being out, and you just you got to find a way. No, I'm with you on that one, Kay, right there. How about DeAndre Ayton? <laughs> hmm. How about DA? What do you see from DeAndre Ayton in the last few games? Well, <laughs> it's <laughs> – it's hard to say. Um, you know, he he got off to a strong start early against Minnesota, um, and then really, you know, really wasn't necessarily needed. Everybody else was was playmaking. But you know, look, uh, and I think we touched on this a little bit Friday. Um, there, there's no denying the the rebounding numbers are down, and you know, not down one or two. Yeah. Um, I I. I don't see or pick up on on anything that would suggest there's anything going on, but uh, yeah, I think in a roundabout way to answer your question, Wolf, he, yeah, he's he's got to be better, especially when you're missing uh, all those other guys. You you have to find a way. I go back to you know a couple years ago with Monty. I mean, you've got to find a way to impact the game, not just through your offense. You you have to you know, do things to make it easier for your teammates. You have to rebound. You have to defend. Um, and so all of those things need to come together. And, yeah, it, it's still early. You know, we're talking about 12, you know, 12 games in. But um, it needs to start, you know, there needs to, to start kind of an ascension, if you will, of stringing uh, solid games together. And, and tonight is a great night to do it uh, because this is a Miami team that, uh, is vulnerable in the paint, and DA has historically played well against them. So we'll we'll see. To put that in perspective, DeAndre Ayton right now, Wolf and K Ray K Ray Priority knows this. Fortieth in the NBA in rebounds per game. Yeah, a guy that, that no matter what you thought of DA, you just assumed okay he'll at least you know he's he's good for eighteen and twelve every night, right? He is fortieth in the NBA right now, averaging seven point three rebounds a game. Just a couple spots ahead of Steph Curry, who you don't yeah. think of as a huge yeah. rebounder. Uh, Kevin Ray joining us right now for game day with K Ray. K, I, the the reports over the weekends there was one out there saying yeah the Suns if they're going to trade Jay Crowder to Miami, who seems to be a team that wants Jay Crowder. Uh, they the Suns are going to. 
want Max Struess back. I don't believe they're getting Max Struess for Jay Crowder, but do you get any sense that the Jay Crowder saga may be coming to an end here soon, or are we going to be waiting around for a while? Yeah, I wish I could provide uh, some kind of uh, additional insight. Um, that there's there's nothing that I have seen or heard, and I just landed from Green Bay an hour ago, so I haven't even been with the team the last uh, couple of days here in Miami. But I, I, I've been I've been and seen no indication that it is going to come to a head anytime soon. And yeah, Max Struess would be nice. Yeah, <laughs> he, he went he went for 31 in their victory against Sold. against Charlotte on Saturday night. <laughs> yeah, he pretty much shut that down when when that report came out, and then he put up 31. By the way, Green Bay to Miami that's that's quite the difference. That is what a frying pan in yeah. the face that is right there. 20. 28 this morning on the wake-up call, and I landed to 85. <laughs> That's sweet, Kay. Way to go. Listen, when you look at the Western Conference right now, who do you think's the best team in the Western Conference? Man, it, you I mean, you, you got to look at what Utah's doing. Everybody's like, oh, come on, Utah. They're, they're supposed to be in the tankathon, right? They're supposed to be in the, in the Wimby sweepstakes. But they just keep finding ways to win, guys. And, you know, at some point you got to go, well, (laughs) maybe Danny Ainge and this new young coach really had things figured out. Um, That being said, you know, nobody is is running away with it. I don't don't think Utah is head and shoulders above anybody else. I mean, you look at the, the standings right now, Portland sitting there at number one. You got Denver, Utah, and the Suns are right there in the number four slot. So I don't think anybody is playing really their best basketball. In fact, EJ and I were talking about it on Friday night after the game. But I think it speaks to maybe the level of defense that's being played or not played. You know, guys, there are eight players in the league who are averaging more than 30 points per game. Wow. that's Eight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that Stunning. is an absurd number. Um, so I think clearly, you know, p- teams are still kind of figuring things out. But uh, Western Conference, I'll, I'll give it to Utah right now. That could change in the next seven to ten days, though. I, I would hope that it does. <laughs> That'd be very strange if Utah is <laughs> going to be this good. Uh, talking to Kevin Ray of Bally Sports, K Ray, you talk about not playing your best basketball. Friday night in Orlando was definitely not the Suns' best basketball. They ended up losing that game by seventeen to an Orlando team that didn't even have Paolo out there, but campaign 22 more points. He had 23 in the previous one. You know, you'd like to have Chris Paul out there, but we are seeing, again, if Chris Paul can't play, campaign's not a bad alternative for a few games. No, he's not. And the thing that I love seeing about it and with Cam, guys, is is we're we're seeing the campaign from, you know, that NBA Finals run. And he's running the team. He's running the team efficiently you know, uh, defending as well as you possibly can defend, you know, that, that, that harassing defensive style. Uh, but he, he's, he's taking good shot selection. And, you know, he was 5 of 10 from 3 the other night. So to have that three-point stroke back is significant for him because of his speed and his handle, then that allows him to get around the defender who's going to come crashing out on him. And then, you know, you, you hope you open up the floor. It was, it was tough the other night against Orlando because – uh, we felt like in the first seven minutes, the Suns were getting great looks. I mean, Book and Bridges both had great looks, shots they normally make, and they just weren't falling. You know, Mikel had a season-low 
three, you know, twenty three percent from the field. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you tip your cap to Orlando, and uh, that that is a team, boys, that uh, keep your eye on them because they they have got some young studs. And Jamal Mosley, their coach, I really like him. So uh, Orlando, while they floundered for what seems like the last decade have uh, stocked up on first-round picks, and uh, they've made some good choices. Kevin Ray, great stuff as always, man. We'll talk to you again. All right, gang. Have a good one. Sorry, brother. That's uh, game day with K. Ray right there. Kevin Ray calling in on the Arizona Sports Line. We'll talk to him again. I went the Suns play Wednesday against Golden State, who has been bad. I think Utah is starting to show its colors right now. I think they've lost the last couple of games, and I know they got off to a super hot start. I'm just not buying it. They're over under for wins. I saw 24 and I saw 22 for the season. Wow. They're already at 10 and 5. 10 and 5. It, it makes sense, right? I mean, there's going to be a stretch. Let's just live in reality here where we're going to get with a month or two left in the season where there's going to be six or seven teams that are mysteriously all their best players are hurt because everybody wants Wembenyama. Uh, and Utah made a lot of sense on paper of, of going to be one of those teams, but man, they are off to quite the start. And. Right now, you've got Minnesota and Golden State outside of the top 10 in the West. That's how upside down it is. Yeah, the Utah, though, they've dropped their last two yeah, games. So maybe that's maybe the start they're of, coming back, yeah. I believe.